Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. I'm reading today from Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 6. This was part of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. It's very common these days for people to take scripture out of context and misquote it. This happens with a lot of scriptures, and this is one of them. The frequent interpretation I hear about this is, it's wrong to pray in public. We should never pray unless we're going into the closet. Yes, we're a generation that misinterprets the Bible. We're a generation that misinterprets the American Constitution as well, which was based in a large part on the Bible. So no surprises that where we see one misinterpretation, we'll see another. I have a story from a number of years ago. This goes back to the late 1970s. I was doing campus ministry at Mesa College in Mesa, Arizona, and this particular story that I'm about to share with you brought about a misquote of the Constitution and the Bible. When the weather was good, and the weather usually is good and hot in Arizona, I would teach small Bible studies outside right on the lawn in the outside student center, and then we would pray. One day, the lady who was in charge of the student union came by our information table. She was very friendly, I should say, but she wanted to talk to me, and she said, I've been getting complaints about your praying outside in public. Now, my first response was, oh, maybe we've been too loud. I said, I'm sorry. Have we been too loud? We've tried to keep it quiet. We don't want to disturb anybody. She said, no, no, no. You're fine as far as the volume goes. It's the very fact that you're praying at all. Other students see your eyes closed. Other students see your heads bowed. And it offends them. I said, it offends them? She says, well, yes. Our country mandates separation between church and state. I said, look, I listen to other people say all kinds of things about God that I disagree with. I listen to people swear and cuss. That offends me. But I don't deny their constitutional right to swear or to say anything that they want. She said, well, that same constitution says we should keep church and state separated. Now, of course, the phrase separation between church and state is not even found in the constitution. You know that. There's a First Amendment which says Congress will make no law regarding the establishment of a religion or prohibiting its free exercise, and they were certainly prohibiting our free exercise, and that same First Amendment guarantees not only freedom of religion, but freedom of speech. Well, I decided to make an appointment with the Dean of Students to talk about this, and I will tell you the Dean of Students was very helpful, and she allowed us to continue praying. But before I got a chance to talk to her, I had one of those situations that I found was going to be a recurrence in campus ministry with bureaucracy and red tape, the secretary who runs interference. Yes, the dean of students was very friendly. The secretary of the dean, not so much. I came in, said I wanted to talk to the dean. What do you want to talk to her for? And I got the impression that this secretary already knew why I was there. I guess the news was buzzing around. I said, well, they're telling us that we can't pray outside. Immediately, she says, well, didn't our Lord tell us to pray in secret? 
Didn't our Lord tell us to pray privately? The way she phrased it, of course, she's identifying herself as a Christian. Now, whether she really was a Christian, that's not for me to say. There are many people who use that claim and don't really understand what it means to be born again, but I couldn't see her heart. I could see how she was misusing scripture, perhaps sincerely, but she had an agenda and I immediately said, yes, well, Jesus did tell us to pray in secret, but in context, he was talking about religious hypocrites who were showing off their religiosity. And if that's going to be your motive for praying in public to show off, no, don't do that. Then go pray in private. But if that's not your motive showing off, then it's not a sin to pray publicly. As a matter of fact, Jesus prayed publicly all the time. And when we read the beginning of the book of Acts, we see his disciples out in the streets, hundreds and hundreds of people praying publicly. She said, Oh, all right. Yes, the Bible gets misquoted. The Constitution gets misquoted. When we put them back in context, it's a whole different story. This is Bob Siegel making the obvious obvious.